time because I wasn't sure how it would go down here, but looking at all the decorations, I think you'll probably be all right with it. Um, I don't know about you. I was, I'll be honest with you. I was brought up in church. Um, I love Christmas. I love the fact that you eat turkey instead of chicken, even though you know chicken tastes nicer. Um, I love the fact that you put a tree in your living room with lights on it. Like, do that any other time of year, I think you're mad. But Christmas time, I love it. Um, but I didn't really like church. And that's because I thought it was a bit boring. I didn't like the fact that you just heard the same five stories over and over and over again. And it's just a bit rubbish, isn't it? But I think the reason for that is because I just didn't understand it. Um, and so really today, I just want you to kind of uh, get a quick uh, glance at a story that you probably already know uh, about some shepherds and some angels. And hopefully we'll get a bit of an insight into what it actually means. And hopefully this will thrill you. And uh, from now on, you'll, you'll love Christmas even more. Um, so we're going to start with this, this birth story. Um, Jesus Christ born in a manger. A bit like this scene behind us. Although, I'll be honest with you, these scenes annoy me a little bit. I'm quite glad of this one because there's no people in it. Um, but some of you might have played um, part in the nativity. Um, you might have been Mary. That's quite nice, isn't it? Um, some of you blokes might have been the back end of a donkey. I don't know. Um, none of you played the rats running around on the floor. Um, none of you played the pile of muck in the corner. This is not some, um, some really lovely scene. It's really squalid. It's disgusting. Um, it's a normal birth. And with all the, the pain and the screaming and the mess of a normal birth. But on top of that, <laughs> there's a baby lying in a manger. Um, somewhere where animals eat from. You might look at those nativity scenes and think, oh, isn't it nice with the, the sheep and the cows all around the baby? Would you want to put your baby in that situation? That's not nice. That's absolutely filthy. And so bear that in mind as we, we take a step away from there to a similar region, and we're going to look at some shepherds. And these shepherds, just as that is a, a normal, real birth, are just normal, real blokes. Um, they're not little kids with tea towels wrapped around their heads. They're just normal blokes. And they've got a fairly tough job. Uh, they work out in the cold, in the dark, and it's not very really nice for them. Uh, they don't really fit into the normal categories you want people to fit into into the story. They're not the good guys. They're not the bad guys. They're just the normal guys. Um, they wouldn't play a main role in the film. They're just normal blokes. Normal working class blokes just getting through their lives. And so here we have these blokes just trying to get on with their lives. Uh, it's not a particularly nice job they're doing. And night after night, they just go to try and get through life. Now, some of you might be like that. Uh, some of you might be just trying to get through your lives. You just wake up in the morning, you go to work, or you go about whatever you're doing just to get through your life, just to make ends meet so you can get on to the next day. Well, that's what, what these blokes seem to be doing. Uh, but this night is completely different to any other night. Normally, they turn up, they probably haven't had a night off in years. They just get on with their job, and things are completely normal. But tonight, something different happens. Tonight is bizarre. Tonight is even more strange than putting a tree in your living room with lights on it. This is a, a far stranger experience than that, because tonight, these normal working-class blokes see God. They meet with God, and, and God reveals his glory to them. I don't know if you picked that up as you were reading through it. Uh, perhaps these are words that you've just heard over and over again and you just know them by rote. But these men are stood in a field in darkness. 
just getting on with their lives. Their lives are not that great. And then all of a sudden, God appears. And they see God, and they're crushed, completely crushed. The, the glory of God shines around them, and it says they're greatly afraid, very, very scared. Now, these are blokes who fight off bears and wolves for a living. They're, they're not easily afraid, but this terrifies them. Um, they're scared so much, they think they're going to die. They're not just a little bit frightened of this light that shone around them. They are terrified. They think this is game over. Time up. We're, we're done for. And then they hear a voice. And, and the voice they expect to hear is a death sentence. This is game over. The, the glory of God has shone around us. We, we fought off big things in the past, but we've got no hope before this God. Like I say, all of us one day are going to face this God. All of us are going to see him face to face. And honestly, we'll be crushed. You might think you're really hard. You're not that hard. You might be able to fight off the, the bears and the wolves of this life, but you cannot fight against this God. One day you might think that you can stand before him and try and argue your own case. You'll be crushed. And they hear this angel's voice bringing a message to them. And the message they expect is this. Game up. You're, you're done for. Death sentence. But the message they hear is very, very different. Uh, as these shepherds are crushed on the floor, expecting to hear a death sentence, the words they actually hear are this. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Well, that's easy for you to say. <laughs> I, I've never seen anything like this before. I've never faced anyone like you before. How can I not be afraid? They, they can't muster up this, this lack of fear. They can't be brave in and of themselves. <laughs> they face this God and they think, well, that's, that's all well and good for you to say. How can I not be afraid of you? But the, the message doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop with, don't be afraid. He gives good reason not to be afraid. Don't be afraid, not because uh, I'm not actually that bad. Uh, don't be afraid, not because I won't really crush you. <laughs> don't be afraid because you're actually quite strong in yourself. No, it's don't be afraid because a Savior has come. <laughs> Someone has come who can rescue you from this. You're, you're going to stand before me and you'll be crushed in my presence, but you don't have to be because a Savior has come. Someone has come who can rescue you from this. And they think, great. Who is this saviour? Where do I find him? Uh, this saviour, it says, is Christ the Lord. He, he's the God who you're facing now. Uh, the one who's glorious, who can crush you by his presence. Uh, the one who's bigger than you and better than you and cleaner than you because you're dirty. The one who can crush you. <laughs> That's the one who's coming to save you. You know, at Christmas, we remember Jesus Christ, the God of heaven and earth, who, who reigns over everything, coming to earth. It's him who comes, the, the glorious God of everything who comes. It's Christ the Lord who will save them. But, but where do we find him? Where can I find this person who will rescue me from this? Well, 
you go down into the city. And no, no, don't go there. Go to the, the little town. <laughs> and, and don't look around for, for the, the palace or the law courts. Don't look for all the soldiers. No, no look to a little guest house. And no, don't go in and, and look for the, the best room there. <laughs> don't go to the dinner hall. <laughs> don't even go to the kitchen. No, go out the back. And see out the back, in the side of a hill, they've carved out a little cave. And look in there, and there's muck and dirt, and there's animals all around. And go in there, and there you'll find him. But no, he's not the man standing there. He's not even the little teenage girl. He's the little baby. Who can, who can rescue me from this glorious God in all his judgment? He's a tiny, pathetic little baby who needs his mother to change his nappies for him and who can't move from A to B unless someone picks him up and who cries and who's there wrapped in cloths and lying down in a place where animals eat their food. How can he save me? How can he rescue me against this God? What's he going to do for me? Uh, you know, I've, I've come in here, I'm expecting to find some great soldier, a mighty warrior, someone who can just batter this God in a big fight. No, that's not how it works. You'll find your Savior as a little baby, <laughs> weak. He can't do anything for himself. How, how can he save me? Well, he saves me by being exactly what he is. He saves me by becoming weak. He's still Christ the Lord. He's still the God of glory. But he becomes a tiny little baby. He'll um, take on all the weakness that you and I have. He'll become a weak, pathetic man who can do nothing for himself. And eventually... He'll be abandoned by his friends and betrayed by another one. He'll be subjected to judgment by men. The, the men who he himself made, because he's God of everything, they're going to pass judgment on him. <laughs> and he's going to be taken before some soldiers and mocked and beaten after death and be lashed to bits. He's going to be dragged up a hill and he's going to be so weak that he can't even carry the cross up to the top. He's, he's going to be there with a cross on his back. He's a carpenter by trade. He's used to carrying wood, and he can't carry it. And he's dragged up that hill, and he's nailed to a cross, and he hears people shouting at him, if you really are the Son of God, save yourself. The, the God of heaven and earth has left his throne and come to be a man and be subjected to weakness, has been mocked like that, and all the while, he hangs on a cross as Lord of all. And he dies there. And as he hangs on that cross, all of God's anger that should have latched onto these shepherds, that should have been poured out on normal blokes who've just ignored him, all that anger is poured on his son. And he dies. And by doing that, by doing that, he can save us. You know, there's people here this morning who are just normal people. You might not be 
the bad guy, perhaps. You might not be the good guy. You might just be the normal guy. One day you're going to stand before this God. This same God who made you is going to pass judgment on you. What will you do? Will you try and argue your own case? Uh, will you try and fight your own corner? Will you pretend things are all right? Will you just keep blocking out the problems and getting on with your life? Or will you come to a little baby in a manger who superficially looks like nothing, but who's Lord of all and who's given up all that he deserves so that you can have it? Grace is when God gives us what we don't deserve and he gives it through his son. And mercy is when God does not give us the punishment we deserve because he gives it to his son. That is the point of Christmas. That's why Jesus came. If you're, if you're bored of Christmas, if you're bored of all this story, if you've heard it a thousand times, come to the little baby in the manger who is Lord of all, who doesn't necessarily command your worship just by being a little baby, but subjects himself to weakness, goes through all that that you should go through so that you can be forgiven. Should we pray? Father, we thank you that uh, you are glorious, you are huge, you are so much bigger and better than we are. And we know that when we stand before you, we should be crushed. Uh, we've got no strength of our own, no ability to fight our own corner. Uh, but we thank you that because you are such a loving God, you sent your son. And that willingly he, he left his throne. He left the heights of glory that he deserves and he became a little baby and he grew up and he suffered and he died so that we don't have to and he, he bore all your judgment so that we can have all your blessing and we thank you for him we pray that all that we do uh, particularly in the next month or so but uh, on from that as well would be uh, live lives of thanks to him for all that he's done we praise you for him. And we pray now, Lord God, that if anyone here um, is still trying to sort their own lives out or uh, trying to ignore the problems, we pray that they would come to him now. Uh, give us humility, Lord, to come to the little baby who looks like he's got nothing to offer us, but actually will take all your anger for us. We thank you for him and pray that now you'd point our attention and our desires towards him. We ask it all in his name. Amen.